Hey, Jason, what's happening, my man? Not much. How you doing, man? Good. Hey, I know it's a cup of Joe. It's a slightly different, um, different format than the last time we met, but it didn't matter. I made me a little Terramana margarita, so I don't know if you brought anything, but wanted to point that out. Cup of Joe with Kahlua. Very nice. It's too late for me to have a coffee, and that's rare. I don't say that often. People are like, oh, I can't drink coffee after whatever. 7 p.m. is a good cutoff for me after 7, but you're a night owl, so I get it. I am. I am. And I love my coffee or I'll, I'll do like uh, Mountain Dew or something. Not, not crazy. I'll do like a half a can because I don't want the late night jitters. I yeah. don't want to at least actually go to bed at a decent time. So we, we spoke before, but just in case, uh, Comp Tool is the company and like, what's your kind of like primary focus? Uh, I have some, maybe some specific questions that I've been wondering about. And I thought these are going to be, I think, great just to get on, you know, conversation recording that type of thing but uh let's let's know let, let us know a little bit about comp tool yeah so comp tool provides uh, computer services and sales for home users and small businesses so we take care of residential users with uh, pcs and macs a lot of break fix virus scans uh, tune-ups and uh, installations of new hardware and equipment so that's pretty much the gist of it um our small businesses we like to take care of um businesses that are typically 25 employees and under, that's a good sweet spot for us. They're um, they're they're not too big where they have their own IT, you know, like they're part of a franchise, they typically have their own IT company. But if they're under 25 employees, they need someone to come and help them out once in a while. And that's what we do. And you can set up everything from networking to backups to, you know, daily service or, or whatever, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. You still have a partner? Yeah. Yeah. My partner, Joe. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've okay. been doing that since 1998. Awesome. All right. So you brought up the key word, I think, viruses. And I mm -hmm. feel like you said, and you brought up 1998. I mean, I feel like computers obviously have been around since like the fifties or maybe even earlier. I don't know, but I think of it since like the fifties. And of course they were the size of like a house. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, we've used them um, and they became a thing in households, at least starting in the mid to late 90s, and especially through the 2000s. And we all had, um, you know, like McAfee or McAfee, it depends on how you say it. We had Norton antivirus, we had all these programs, right? So like, are today's viruses the same as yesterday's viruses? Uh, yes and no. So <laughs> uh, it really depends. And just, just to clear clear a myth, yes, Macs can get viruses. So I'll, I'll, I'll put that out there. Uh, you, st you still get viruses. Um, I don't remember, maybe five, six years ago, we had um, we had uh, where people's computers were being locked down. They're getting encrypted. So they'll get a pop-up where they can't open up their file. And uh, if they try to open up, a, a message came up saying, hey, uh, send us some Bitcoin money, you know, $1,000, $10,000, whatever, and we'll give you an encryption key. So that's still kind of going on where if, if you get some kind of virus, uh, your files can be encrypted and you can't open them up. And obviously that's not a good thing. The typical Trojan viruses are still there. You know, they hide in your emails, they hide in websites. Uh, they, they you, you click on it and, you know, behind the scenes, it puts a virus on your computer and it'll still do malicious things. Now, really, uh, so back in the day, the viruses were just, you know, uh, more of a game where 
uh, let, let's see if I can hack into this system or let me see what kind of damage I can do. Now it's, it's, a, it's a money grab. It's not just um, trying to be malicious and take down a government institute, it's actually trying to get money. So uh, like, like today, I, I posted on our CompTool fan page, so please like facebook.com slash CompTool, ding. Uh, so I, I just posted a, a little public service announcement. Last couple of days, we, we've been getting um, individuals, they go, they go to a website that they think is uh, reputable. And uh, all of a sudden a screen pops up and it says, warning, your computer has a virus. Uh, you know, either you've been hacked or your computer's locked down. Call this you know, 800 number, 844-855 number. And nine times out of 10, it's nothing. It's, it's really a phishing scam. You know, phishing being they're trying to fish and try to get you to uh, click something. And uh, a lot of people freak out because it, it, you know, it's saying, hey, warning, warning. You hear a voice and you hear horns in the background. It's going, ee, ee, ee. And uh, people freak out. So they'll actually call the number and um, allow them to remote into their computer. And they go, oh, wow, look, look, you know, look here. Uh, your computer's hacked and these, all these files are hacked. You know, if you give us you know, $250 or $300, we'll fix it for you. And that's how they're making their money. Now, does anybody, if they give up the money, I mean, are, are any of these, you know, uh, assholes for lack of better term? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Are any of them yeah. like, okay, cool, I'll unlock your computer for you now? Or is it like, thanks for the money and you're still screwed? Uh, uh, again, depends, depends a lot, you know, because because it's a it's a fake virus and it's really not something um, on your computer, just a fake warning. Uh, they basically, you know, close the screen out and they give you this fake report saying, oh, we cleaned it up for you, thanks for the $250. Now, you have to remember, if you give them their credit card, now uh, now they have your ID. So they use your credit card and they use it to buy other things. So it's not just the $250, they're looking to grab your ID. And plus, when they're remote into your computer, uh, depending on you know, the scammer, they could be looking for bank accounts. Uh, I had one client um, actually log into their bank account because they said, well, you know, we need a certified check. And, uh, you know, so they had them log into the bank account and they grabbed, you know, the key log, they grabbed their uh, username and password and they got into their bank account. Then they realized that there's a scam going on. So they called their bank and um, their password and everything. But, you know, they're, they're doing identity grabs. Um, a lot of times you'll see, you know, pass with Bitcoin because Bitcoin really isn't sanctioned by uh, the government. Mm -hmm. So it's not tracked. So they'll say, well, you know, they guide you through on how to purchase Bitcoin and uh, you know they don't they don't catch you, so it's it's a it's a money grab now, money grab, and a lot of people actually do fall for it. Sure. Well, I can see. You know, I always question who's who's falling for these emails. I mean, sometimes the syntax, the grammar is so poor, but other times yeah. it's not that poor, and it looks pretty legit. But I still question, like in 2020, almost 2021 who is clicking on the link when they weren't expecting it. You know, mm -hmm. normally yeah. you'll get a heads up from any major company I've ever dealt with that'll say, you're going to, your password's going to have to be reset in the next 10 days. Mm -hmm. And while they might provide a link, you can always go, like, let's just say it was Amazon, which I've never mm -hmm. gotten something like that from Amazon, but I'm just saying, let's use them as an example. Right. <clears throat> I can go to amazon.com, log in, and then find the same information. And that's how I've gone about my business. But mm -hmm. obviously, since I still see these emails, this still works. And it still um, works, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I question who's working on, but I would probably freak out if my if I was on my computer and a pop-up popped up and I was locked. Um, I would, I'd, I'd at least freak out, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would call the person, and I certainly know I would not exchange funds with them. But mm-hmm. that's only because I've known of this type of scam that you speak of for the last few years. Yeah. Um, hearing about it with the with the Bitcoin, them wanting even just one Bitcoin, so to speak, because it was a couple thousand dollars at the time. And right. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't do such a thing, but I could see that working for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You said it. You go, okay, and I just want to put it out there. Max do get viruses. Yeah. But they do get them a different way, right? No, still the same way. Like, uh, you know, you're on a web browser or in your email. Uh, you click on something. You go typically, you know, you, you get it through an email or a file, and it it, you know, it runs a different executable than a PC. Obviously, PC and Macs are different, but you know the architecture is different. But they still, you know, pretty much get viruses the same way. So I I recently had a client that had the um the you know it popped up that said warning on there, and uh, it it downloaded some Trojan viruses on the computer. But fortunately, fortunately, she did have a virus protection on there, and it caught it. It actually. Uh, blocked the Trojan virus from actually executing. And now it's on a Mac. So I guess the way that I um, thought you might get a virus would be going to um, non-secure websites or something along those lines, Mm -hmm. especially downloading um, sites, BitTorrent sites, whatever is popular today. I'm not sure how people, you know, download bootleg movies, things like that. Um, I feel like there tends to be a little bit more safety around uh, an iOS device versus a Windows device in that realm. And that's, I guess, where my question was as far as the way that that um, virus is executed is a little bit different in that case. Is it or is it not? Oh, yeah. 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 Overall, a little different. But the, um, I guess the uh, pathway is the same. The pathway to get it is different. Yeah. Well, I know for a fact that you can get them. I know for a fact that I've had better uh, luck with my uh, Apple devices over the last 10 years. But uh, you probably recall I emailed you once and said, Jason, I went to a downloading site. You know, I don't know what was popular at the time, LimeWire or something like that. I'm like, I downloaded something. I clicked on it. It still was weird. It wasn't like any other download. And for whatever reason, I said, yes, let's do that. And then boom, 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 like all these little pop-ups. Yeah. And I could never close. I, you couldn't close them fast enough to possibly mm-hmm. even try to like de-execute that file, you know, on that. Yeah. Right. Right. And, um, and then you got it and you said, yeah, man, I don't know what you did, but you got a hold of a good one here. Yeah. <laughs> um, a few nights, you know, of running the most uh, like stringent, you know, virus scans and, and everything like that to try and get in there and, and dig that thing out of there. Um, mm-hmm. So it definitely can happen. Mm-hmm. But is there more safety with a Mac or no? Uh, it, there is, yes, kind of, only because. There's not that many Macs out there compared to PCs, and Macs aren't really that targeted uh, because there's more PCs than Macs out there. They're going to target PCs, but um, Macs are becoming more popular. Um, 
we, we, we repair them, we fix them a lot. You know, they're, they're really out there. And uh, it doesn't matter, you know, when you go to a website, it doesn't matter if it's on a mobile device, a Mac or a PC, the virus is on there. So you can even get, you know, on your phone, you can get, you know, viruses on your phone. So uh, you, you go to a website and, you know, it, it says, okay, it, it knows if it's a mobile device, if it's a Mac, if it's an iPad, if it's a PC, if it's a Linux computer, it knows, you know, what is coming in and based on what's coming in, they'll say, okay, well, it's a Mac. So let's boom, let's do this Mac attack. You know, <laughs> let's do this uh, Android attack. Sure. So um, now the, the operating systems are probably programmed a little better and a little bit more safeguarded from stuff coming in. Like um, if something comes in or wants to install, there's some safeguards that say, wait, wait a minute, you know, something will pop up and you know, you, you have to put a password in, uh, stuff like that. So there's a little bit more safeguards, but you should still always have a virus scanner on any any mobile device, any PC, any Mac. Sure. Well, and especially because if you have a Mac like I do, that you're right, that pops up all the time, right? It's like you need to put in your password to allow this to happen. Sometimes it's even um, if I haven't been on a site in a while and I need to access my passwords, right? So I've stored all my passwords for all my things over the last 10 or 12 years in life and yep. all my iCloud and um, I need to add, add my password just to get to it. I mean, there's no doubt that somebody has given that password and that information to the wrong hands, even like you said, to thinking that you're doing the right thing because we do it all the time. You know, yeah. it does pop up. If I go to download, you know, the latest Adobe, you know, or the latest Java or anything that you even need for your computer, um, I have to put in my password. So I'm so used to just hit my password right, that I'm right. sure that the false malicious, you know, thing popped up. You just go, duh, 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 and then you hit enter and you go like, oh no, I shouldn't have done that. Right, you're right. You're a creature of habit. You're a creature of habit. You just type, put in your password. And you're Especially if, like, I made my password fairly easy for just my computer and not for like things that I actually have to log into. And so, you know, because I'm the only person that actually uses it. And although it's easy, I don't think it's something that anyone would just randomly guess, um, you know, it's not like a birthday or something like that. And, um, and so, yeah, it's super easy for me to punch that in and, and I could definitely see myself screwing that up for sure. Right. 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 <laughs> so one of the things I really did want to maybe dive into was, you know, you're a guy who well before uh, Trump was tweeting about it and people were debating it and it was going to become banned. You were anti-TikTok. You said it wasn't safe. Um, and I don't know, you know, because like this is the issue with like social media, right? If you say it's not safe, I don't know what you mean by that. You're a computer guy. So what I assumed was you meant it's not safe for security purposes, but maybe you meant it's not safe because like kids are on it and kids are doing stupid stuff. So I guess like, what did you mean? Why? Did you say that? And why would you still probably say that? I'm pretty sure you say that today. Um, why is that the case? I do. I do say that today. Well, multiple reasons. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories and politics and all that jazz, which I don't adhere to when it comes to reality. So um, TikTok, TikTok is primarily, you know, it's a is an Asian um, born entity and they're held to different standards. Like here in the United States, 
you know, we do, you know, you see a lot about fact checking and security and child protection and those sorts. There's a lot of things the United States does great to protect the consumer. We're over in China, you know, there's a lot of bootlegs, uh, uh, stuff gets hacked, there's nothing you can do. So TikTok uh, has a history of um, compromising data and information. So you have that program uh, installed on your computer, on your tab, you know, on your uh, mobile device, and you put in your username, password, uh, you know, your birth date, and those sorts of things, and that information goes back, you know, overseas. So it really depends on, you know, do you trust that? You know, do you really, are you really concerned about that? I would say the average user is not. So, uh, and, you know, and I would say 99% of the people don't read that, you know, I accept agreement. So, um, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm not going to go down, you know, the Chinese government, you know, wormhole, but, you know, there is concerns with that there. And plus, uh, some of the content on there, you know, if your if your children if your children are on it, you know, a lot of content on there may not be appropriate, even though they may say, "Oh yeah, I'm over 18." Mm-hmm. It's very uh, difficult for children to monitor that. So, so from a security standpoint, as far as like data mining and your information being you know sold overseas or what have you, as far as you know uh, proper child content, um, you know that's that's really up to the consumer and up to the parent. So uh, I'll back up a little bit. So mm-hmm. ByteDance is the parent company. ByteDance bought out Musical.ly. And not too long after, um, because my 11-year-old was on Musical.ly, and at the time he was probably seven or eight, and he was on it because his cousins were on it, and so they could make like um, uh, almost like karaoke videos that were funny and send them to each other. And that was really all they could do at the time. Uh, yeah. There was probably more that people could do. That was all they could do. Um, and um, and so then TikTok bought them. And for their purposes, it stayed the same for a little while. But eventually, you know, it became more like what we see today, especially with the dances and things like that. And I remember um, one particular day, he was really banana shape. And I was like, you know, hey, dude, what's going on, you know? And basically, it was because um the who who is it it's not the fda the ftc maybe um find them yeah Yeah. and find them like four million dollars i mean seven million dollars it was under 10 which Mm -hmm. obviously for your eyes you know extraordinary but for uh, a company of their size is not extraordinary and Mm -hmm. um and so they find them and they made them do some do different things because they said, you have no warnings for um, adult content material. And I don't mean like pornography. I just mean, you know, swearing or um, right. sometimes I guess content. Bad content, you know, I mean, rated R adult content, right, right. kid content. And so he logged in. And basically what they did was they said, put in your birthday and Mm -hmm. him being like nine or 10, Mm -hmm. he's like, Oh, my birthday's, you know, July. And they go, cool. See ya. And I I mean, I don't know what the exact message was, but they just deleted your account. And it was really a strange thing because that was what they did. They deleted your account or at least they made you not able to access it. So here he was with 81 completely innocent videos that he mostly shared amongst cousins and maybe five or six friends. He was yeah. a public profile. He didn't have those videos. Now, in the grand scheme of things, does that really matter? 
Of course not. When you're 10, did that matter? 81 videos, no more funny videos to share. That was the, you know, at least that day, it was the end of his day. You know, that's your world. Yeah. And so um, that was their way of handling it. But of course, what was our way of handling it? Well, I said, okay, I know what you're doing. You have a private account. You can't do this. You can't do that. Go ahead and put in that you're 13. Put in your birthday is, you know, X year, whatever year it had to be at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so TikTok now has what, like a 13 year old, a 16, I think, an 18 and over. I think you have mm-hmm. to be 16 to go live or something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then 18, of course, I'm sure you can do whatever. As right. a parent, I become concerned because as a person on Instagram who I'm really on Instagram, personally, I follow a lot of comedian, comedians. I follow a lot of inappropriate content, so to speak, memes. And, sure. like that. and with mm-hmm. those memes, you see advertisements for um, things like an OnlyFans site or whatever. And I'll right. see a TikTok and they'll mm-hmm. say in their TikTok, follow me on this, follow me on that. And I think to myself, geez, is my son getting that content, you know? Right. Um, right, So that's a different concern though. And that's a whole, I mean, that's the internet today, right? Like we have to be concerned. Yeah. That's with any, any website or any, any app or whatever. Well, when I think about the security, I mean, like, okay, so my kid had to put in basically a false birthday, potentially real or false name. And I don't even know what else. So what's your concern? I mean, like they don't have his real name. They don't have his real birthday. They might not have his real phone number and they have an email that we made up for the account. So as a guy who's saying, well, there's data mining, there could be concerns with the Chinese government. Like, you know, I mean, honestly, I have some of these answers, but I'm really, I'm really questioning, like, who cares? Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. So again, you know, it it goes back to user preference. Um, I know TikTok, they're, they're really, you know, they're, they're kind of freaking out because um, they, they want to have the American audience. And here you have uh, government entities saying, you know, you have deadlines, you better get your act together. I think at one point, you know, Microsoft and other companies were looking at buying the American flavor of TikTok and then say, okay, well, we're an American company, we're Microsoft, we're safe, we will monitor all that stuff. And that was going to go through then then all was good then they said well you can't really break off the piece of customers because that's not how that works um but as far but so because there's so much like you don't know there's there's so much unknown like is it safe is it not safe you hear reports and even even if you even if you remove yourself from the computer the conspiracy theory of them you know hacking into your computer and all that stuff even if you remove all the conspiracy stuff and look at the fact of the potential of um, if it's your real data and real data mining, and you know there's some things you can pay for with your credit card and stuff. Does that concern you? you know, is that you know does it concern you that your funds and your information is overseas? If not, then more power to you. You know, I mean, who cares? Uh, just you just have to just, you know be on the safe side. Just you know make sure check your credit score. Make sure you know if you're like me, you know every. Every couple of weeks, check your bank account. Make sure nothing's going on there. Check your credit card purchases. Um, I use some. I use uh, uh, Mint.com, which is a free service. I can go in there every day, and and instantly, like if I do a credit card transaction, like uh, for an example, um, I was looking at my bills, and I'm wondering why. Why is it high all of a sudden? And I forgot I had made up. You know, I was I was buying some gift cards for for the holiday season. I'm like, okay, that's why it's high. Then I see. Like three charges for 
uh, Michigan lottery. I'm like, uh-oh, that's like a flag of $5, $5, $10. I'm like, uh-oh, because now you can buy a lotto, right? With credit yeah. cards in yeah, Michigan, which, card, I'm, which I'm like, well, that's kind of- You don't have to go to like Speedway or something. You can just log on to the website and use your credit cards. That's that's cool and scary at the same time. Right. So I, I asked my wife, I'm like, uh, were you buying some stocking stuffers? She's like, oh, shoot, you weren't supposed to find out. So, right. so, for, so fortunately- you know, uh, fortunately, you know, it was her, you know, trying to buy me a nice stocking stuffer type thing as a little, you know, little fun thing. Um, but but you have to be mindful and just, you know, especially if you do online shopping in general, not not just worry about TikTok in China, but you know, you're on Amazon to you know, safe, secure, they do the best thing they can. Uh, Walmart, uh, Walgreens, whoever, you know, just, you know, public service announcement, just check your credit statements every once in a while and make sure, sure nothing crazy is going on. My wife has Mint, and um, for a couple of reasons, one to mm-hmm. allocate where we're spending our money, and then the other for what you just said. And um, for a while, we've had the same credit cards, and I'm a, I maximize points in, for our travel, which, you know, right now travel. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> still do it, okay, because I know one day we'll travel again. And so um, last week, I shop for her birthday which is not something we normally do but we were uh we were going to travel for her birthday and um and kind of for mine which is a couple months later and needless to say we did not travel so i figured okay well then i'm going to get her something um and and something nicer than i would normally get um and as i'm doing it i'm like son of she's gonna get an alert on mid so i had to like (laughs) so i had to text her and say Hey, do you have this card on your mint? She goes, I'll check. I go, no, don't check. And I was like, I, I bought you something for your birthday and this sucks. When you signed up, I knew this was a case, but we don't normally buy stuff for each other. So it wasn't right, yeah. a deal. Um, we don't buy stuff for each other for Christmas. We don't buy birthday gifts. You know, we, and so, yeah, but so, <laughs> so I guess that brings up a different question though. Um, forget Chinese versus American companies and any conspiracies or beliefs or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why is it okay for you to store all of your information on Mint, but not somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Again, user preference. A lot, a lot of people won't do that. Um, a lot of people like I, I, uh, I fall to the category of my information is out there anyway, so it's already taken. So, I mean. There's nothing I can do. That's me too. Uh, and and my my ID has been compromised probably four times in my lifetime. And fortunately, all four times I was able to recoup my monies. So yeah. back in uh, late '90s, you know, uh, my credit card was compromised. My it was, it was something like it was it was a debit card, which um, automatically takes out your bank account. So you kind of freak out more because credit cards are really good. Credit cards are like, Hey, we'll take care of it. No big deal. But back then it was a huge deal where you had, you have a debit card and it pulls out of your cash funds. Right. And you need that money to pay bills. And me, who's starting a career with no money, I was like really freaking out. And fortunately the bank at the time, you know, within, um, a few days, four days, I think it was, they recoup my money back. I'm like, oh my God, I was so lucky because you hear horror stories of, yeah, you know, they hacked into your bank account and, you know, you're screwed. Um, and then the last time, I can't remember the last time it was, it's been over six, seven years, but anyways, so that's, I'm really due diligent because I mean, right now, especially with COVID, 
um, really the only way to buy anything is with your credit card. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you, 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 you can't eat anywhere. You can't dine. You can't have a beer. Um, you, uh, you have to DoorDash everything. You have to, like, if you go to Kroger, you're in there like for, you know, five minutes, zoom in and out and you pay with a credit card and they say, well, we don't accept cash because there's a, there's a change shortage, yeah. which is kind of crazy to me. You know, we don't have change. Possibly another conspiracy theory. Yeah, another conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. So we're, where's my tinfoil hat? So, <laughs> um, and so you have to use a form of online. So, but but banks, because you know, banks and uh, institutes, you know, they're really doing their due diligence. They really don't want you to get screwed, because they like, if there's a thousand dollar purchase on there, chances are they're going to eat it. Chances are the bank is going to eat a thousand dollar purchase, and. Um, you know, there's still a lot of scamming going on, but uh, I don't know. I just, I just feel safe. I, I feel safe online. I've seen all the horror stories. I know what to avoid. I know what to not click on. I know, you know, look in the upper right-hand corner, make sure it's got the lock on there that's green to make sure that the site is secure and uh, trust, you know, your you know websites and stuff like that. I don't, you know, I don't buy stuff on random websites I've never been to. I If it's a new site, like, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially around Christmas time, right, on the holidays, you, you want to buy something special. And let's say you want to buy a scarf and, you know, Amazon, let's say, doesn't sell scarves, for an example, or Walmart just has stupid stuff. And you want to you want to you want a specific uh, Mandalorian with Baby Yoda scarf on it or something. I was going to say the time, but OK, Mandalorian with uh, the child on there. Sure. There you go. Yeah, the child on there or maybe one with the Tauntaun, you know, go old school. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. So, uh, so you, you, you go to a website that says, you know, happyscarfs.com or something. Well, I don't know. I don't, that might be a bad website. But anyway, so you go to happyscarfs.com and, uh, you know, it looks secure, but you, but you do your research online and say, hey, is this website legit? And just look at the reviews to see if it's legit. So as long as the end user does their due diligence to make sure that they're safe, you know, they, most likely they will be safe. And especially like what, like your wife, you know, checking out mint.com or all those places, um, check your credit scores and contest any transactions that are bad. Yeah. So, so uh, do we, does the S, you know, the HTTPS colon backslash backslash, you know, we don't pay attention to that stuff normally, but right. does it still mean something or are the hackers and is the, you know, uh, dark web and all that stuff so advanced that, uh, that that's even not that um, big a deal anymore? Uh, I mean, to my, to my knowledge, that's still good. You know, HTTPS is, is for secure security. And you have to, you actually have to get a sanctioned certificate. So it's not something that you can just build on your own. You can build certificates on your own, but um, it'll be, uh, it'll have a different color or it'll be unlocked. And that's your key sign that says, hey, this was something that was man-made, if you will. And you have to actually get that cert, you, you actually pay a company, if you're a business, you have to pay a company to get an actual certificate. So the the certificate company does their due diligence to make sure you're legit and it says, okay, well, here's your cert. Now you can upload it to your website and boom, you're, you're safe. So. Is there is there currently an issue that you're aware of where um, false companies are advertising on big sites like a Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or something like that? 
Yeah, all the time. Like uh, Amazon, um, Amazon has a lot of uh, false companies on there because um, you, you probably know this, but maybe for a lot of your 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 uh, viewers, <laughs> uh, they they may not know that. Okay, so it's, it's Amazon. Uh, well, let's see, Amazon, Amazon, Target, Walmart, all all the big all the big box stores do this. When you go to when you go to Amazon and you buy something through Amazon, you think it's coming from Amazon's warehouse. Well, not necessarily true. Um, it'll say on there uh, sold by, you know, uh, sold by uh, Monster Truck, you know, company, and uh, people have like their mini shops in Amazon. You know, you you pay to be on there and you're scrutinized, really crazy. So there might be these fly by nighters you'll see on there where they're actually uh, selling, um, they could be selling inappropriate things. They could be selling stuff that's been um, uh, uh, bootlegs, you know, bootleg stuff. And then Amazon will just, you know, close them up right away. Uh, same thing with eBay. eBay, eBay is the same way too, where, you know, you're, you're obviously, think think of Amazon like an eBay without bidding. So you, you, go, you go on eBay and you're bidding for something. And obviously it's not coming from Amazon's warehouse. It's coming from, you know, you and me or maybe our businesses. Mm-hmm. But but when Amazon finds out that, you know, or and uh, eBay finds out that it's stuff that, you know, you should not be selling on there, like, you know, guns or inappropriate type things, uh, they will shut you down right away. So you, you have to be careful. So if, if it's a company, like, like I tell users, like especially with eBay, um, someone, someone buys something like they want that, you know, the child scarf and they have no reviews or they only have one or two reviews. Just it's like, oh, they're new. You might want to go somewhere else. Same thing with Amazon. You'll, Amazon, you'll see the reviews of not only the product, but of that store as well. So if they're new and fresh, you know, be skeptical, you know, be skeptical. I know, you know, they're a small business, they're starting out, you want to help them out, but, you know, be skeptical and make sure the reviews are not bad. Yeah. And, and I would say, I would add to that, you know, I don't know with Amazon that this is a possibility, but with other sites or even independent sites, if I was on um, the happy scarves or whatever site that we made up, uh, .com, um, if you could buy through something like PayPal, because PayPal has their own protections, that's and, a good point, right? You know, so there's still other security measures you can take if you can't verify the site. Um, excuse me, that you can, you know, you can go on and, and if you pay through a PayPal, I, I don't know what other um, pay vendor is like that. I mean, I use Venmo and Cash App, but I use yeah. them as friends, not for payments of services mm-hmm. and goods. Um, you know, but that that's another you know option, obviously, for people to try and protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like you said, with a credit card versus debit card, um, you know, using a credit card, generally speaking, they can easily just shut that credit card off, file right. a claim, not charge you and fix the problem. Um, mm-hmm. the debit card, they can shut the card off, but your account might be frozen for a couple of weeks. That could be a real issue. You know, for most people, that's going to be an issue. The only I agree. Yeah. I get my money into and out of is, is frozen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can't get my direct deposit in there. That's not good. Right. Yeah. And, and, and yet I'm still supposed to pay my bills, you know, right. and you, yeah. you know, Bank of America, you understand. Um, but yet my mortgage company doesn't. So So another thing that I see all the time, and I'm just curious if you see on your side, like why this is the fake Facebook accounts. And it's the 
um, or, or or Instagram accounts. It's the fake DM, you know, hey cutie, you know, here, yeah, yeah. my site or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, not because you're clicking on them, um, but because of what you do, are you finding that any of these sites are actually legit or are these also phishing, scamming sites generally? Because I always assume it doesn't matter if they're legit or not. You know, I have no reason to click on them. Um, if I was looking for that type of content, I would actually search it out. I wouldn't wait for it to come <laughs> through a DM. Um, right, right. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, what's what's your take on that as like an an IT you know professional? So, like when I when when I get those, I automatically you know because they will. I think they'll send you a message, you know, DM direct message or PM private message. They'll they'll send it to you directly, or or you know, Natasha wants to talk with you. I'm like. I'm happy in my life. I don't need that crap. So I just say ignore, delete, or whatever. Yeah. But but it's um. It's uh, it, it's it's phishing. You know. So there are people out there that they would click on it, and you know, it may not just be you know Natasha's trying to get a hold of you, but it may be a business or something like uh, you know, uh, you know, the big joke is you know we're trying to get a hold of you because you know for your auto insurance. You know? <laughs> right. So they're, they're trying to get you on there, and. It may be legit, you know, they're, they're trying to, you know, find a friend or they're trying to have you go to their, like, you know, like fans only or whatever page and you pay for that stuff. They're, tr- they're trying to rope you in to pay for something legit, but a lot of it is scamming too. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's scamming too. And that's, you know, that's an old buyer beware type thing. So um, you just really, because like uh, you'll see on uh, Facebook, um, you're friends with, you know, let's see, you're friends with, you know, John Smith and he... Uh, all of a sudden, he sends you a friend request. It's like, well, I'm already friends with John Smith, so why is John Smith here again? Yeah. Then, then you, then you're like, oh, well, maybe he unfriended me. Maybe we had a, a uh, an argument or something. He he canceled me, and he wants me back. And I'm like, okay, you might click yes and say, hey, we're friends. And it's actually that person that is data mining, and they're trying to get uh, content um, uh, from from you or that person, and or they do the whole thing like, hey, this is John Smith, you know. I'm at the, um, I'm in jail and I need, you know, $500 bail money, you know, you know, type stuff. And people do fall for it. People do fall sure. for it. Sure. Well, especially if, if John was the type of guy to, you know, do some silly stuff. Right. Um, yeah. John's a drunk. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, I got a, I got a legit call from somebody who was not a troublemaker and they needed bailed out one night, you know? So, um, yeah, you're right. So, Okay. So I'm starting a business and I'm going to have 15 employees. So I need 15 computers and I need you to set me up. What are you blocking on my computer or, or their computers? What are you telling me, you know, we should or shouldn't do, you know, like what's the, what's the plan? Because I feel like there's so much out there. Um, you can't stop at all, but what's mm-hmm. your, what are you starting us with? What are we, you know, preventing? So especially with 15 employees, it, it, uh, as you know, the more employees you have, the harder it, harder it is to manage and maintain them, right? So, and it's not, and, and you know, I think you come with the same mindset as me as, you know, we, we want to trust the employee. We want to trust our friends. They're not inherently malicious, but we just want to be careful because now we're spreading our time with the individual. So you have 15, you have 15 employees, 15 computers, and you, you do, you, you, you have software protection loaded on the computers. Yeah, software protection, virus scan protection, firewalls. So if they do go somewhere, it's automatically blocked. So that's on the computer. Then 
the piping, you know, there's a connection to the router and then the router, there's another firewall box that has another layer of protection there too. So if they try to download something or go to a site that you determine that, hey, you know, if, if any of these 15 computers wants to download something or put in a credit card information, they have to come to me and uh, ask for a, a login or ask, you know, hey, why are you putting in credit card information? So there's, there's multiple layers of protection that you can do just within the system. That way you're not like, hey, Sally, why are you doing this? John, why are you doing this? You're not, you know, watching over them. Um, if you suspect somebody is actually um, Facebooking a lot and they shouldn't be, or they're going on la la land and they're just, uh, um, not doing their job that there's software you can put on there kind of like spying software you can go back and kind of monitor and watch and see what they're doing then address it that way uh, other important thing too is especially with 15 employees is to provide them proper training you know sit down with them and communicate with them and say look you know these are some gotchas you know don't click on any links uh, even if it's someone you know uh, they're they are not going to send you a link don't open up uh, emails from the fbi you, you got to give them training you, you have to train them and, and 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 it's 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 funny because you know you and I are you know pretty smart you know but once in a while you we, we might get stuck with something but uh, it's a good refresher for even you and me. Yeah. Um. So as long as you got some kind of yearly or half a year training program where you just kind of show them that say look you know uh you know it's been a year since we talked or it's been six months since since we talked. Um. Here are three new things that just happened. You know here here. Uh, you have cryptocurrencies and all this other craziness is going on. That's that's uh, false. That's trying to get you in. You know, edu you know, you're you're constantly educating them, and they go, "Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right." So, yeah, uh, and and you know, based on the circumstances, we all might make a bad decision. Sure, and it happens. Um, yeah, I, I remember about three years ago, three or four years ago, it was March because I was getting ready to go out to Las Vegas for March Madness. So I was leaving the family, leaving the kids. The boys were really getting into wrestling. And um, Monday Night Raw, WWE Monday Night Raw was coming to Detroit. Yeah. Of course I could have bought the tickets, but I didn't. And um, here we were. I was going to leave Wednesday. I'm feeling guilty. I'm leaving them. I'm going to go have my fun, you know. And so I should take them and let them have some fun too. And plus it'll be a little, you know, bonding experience and stuff. Yeah. So the, the tickets are pretty much sold out. There's a few left, but they're, I mean, they're way up there and, you know, no offense to those seats and the people that are buying them, but I just am not interested in going to see the, the show that high up. Right. And, um, so I find, I find somebody on, uh, I don't know, eBay, Craigslist, Facebook. I don't, I don't remember where. Yeah. And I said, Hey, you know, I want to buy your tickets and they go, okay, great. Um, you know, like send me the money. And I'm like, well, why don't we meet up? Cause they're supposed to be local. Right. So yeah. we might live 45 minutes from each other, but it's worth a little meetup. Yeah, let's meet, meet in the middle and be safe. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, you know, I can't do that. They're, uh, they're digital anyways, which is a legit thing. Ticketmaster. I don't even know if they print tickets anymore. So I said, okay, cool. I'll PayPal you the money. They go, well, I don't have a PayPal account, which is legit, right? Not everyone has a PayPal account. I said, well, you can start one. And they're like, well, I have, um, you know, like these other options. Right. Right. And I go, yeah, I'm not doing that. This yeah. is like a noon. So mm -hmm. for the next few hours, I'm constantly looking back, trying to find if anyone's got some last minute tickets available. Sometimes even Ticketmaster slash the venue, WWE or Jolo Serena or LCA or whoever might have those uh, tickets available because they, they 
rearrange the seats. They might actually have known people that have gotten great seats just hours before a show because of it. Yeah, yeah, they do that on purpose. Like they hold on to a, a bucket of them or like instead of rearrange them in like, you know, a couple hours before, boom, hey, we got 15 right. tickets. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, so I'm looking, 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 looking. Three o'clock, this person says, hey, no one, you know, no one's bought these tickets. Do you still want them? Yeah, I do. So um, they, they send me like a screenshot of, you know, the digital tickets or whatever. I'm like, okay, you know, and here's me, I'm getting more desperate. Right. So I'm going, this is a bad decision. And I Zelle them the money for anyone who is not aware. Zelle is obviously a bank to bank transfer. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, if you've never done one, I send Jason $300. It says, do you know, Jason, do you want to send Jason $300? And I go, yes, I do. And then the money's gone. And so this is the difference between Zelle and say PayPal and probably the difference between Venmo and Cash App. And I don't even know what other sites um, and PayPal is that that money is now gone. And because I said, yes, send it, I authorized it. So it's like a a wire transfer. You had to send this money. It's gone. It went to where you said to send it. There is no repercussion. There is no ramification. Your right. problem. Um, right. You can report it. Like I can report it to say FBI or somebody like that because maybe this person's out there running scam after scam after scam. But um, needless to say, the phone number didn't work anymore. Um, all that stuff. As soon as that three hundred dollars or whatever it was was sent, and it was somewhere around there. I mean, I was really dumb, right? Right. I mean, I'm embarrassed to tell the story because I knew at twelve o'clock not to do that. I knew if they didn't have PayPal or wouldn't sign up. I've gotten on apps because you'll send me money. If Jason wants to send me $300 and I don't have money.com, I'm downloading that thing so I can get my 300 bucks. You know? Right, right, exactly, right. So it was a bad mistake. And so you're right when it comes to training, discussions, talking to your staff, your friends, your family, whoever it is. Yeah. Because the desperate situation was I really want to take the boys. and take You really want to take them, right. I made a really stupid decision. And and then it was even dumber because I was heading to Vegas and I was three hundred dollars light and we didn't even have an experience. So, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man. So what else oh, yeah, you can, today? Yeah, but, you, but you can use that story to share and uh warn people, you know. Well, and I have in in not just here, but you know, I was talking to somebody and they were like, How stupid do you think I am? I was like, I don't think you're stupid at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, I know I'm not stupid, and especially when it comes to scams on the internet. Let me tell you about my experience, you know, and I, and I can tell that story because I mean, I'm the one that kind of almost laughs at people who click on the link for the Nigerian prince or whatever it was, right, you know, right, like, right. how stupid could you be? You almost deserve to lose your money. You yeah, know, hello, you're, yeah, you're dumb. What? <laughs> and, and here you are. Click, 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 click. I want to yeah. go. Um, what else is out there that we need to know about today or what else? I mean, not just like, oh, be careful, but like, what are actively happening in late 2020 that, you know, we should be raising an eyebrow to, or at least paying close attention to? One thing, uh, this is kind of out of the realm of what most people would go into, but um, this is for like investors, those that are investing overseas or currencies. Uh, so like I, like the stuff that we had talked about, you know, before about, you know, the clickbait, the phishing scams, the viruses, all that, you know, that's still still happening. And that's going to be like 90, 90, you know, 90 some percent of the average user. 
but those that are like stepping it up a notch and they're because tr they're trying to you know invest overseas or whatever and um you know you might see some of my posts or, or not aware you know I'm, I'm into investing and i like to follow businesses and see how they grow and invest into stocks and bonds and, and those sorts of things and it's like okay well let, let me step up my game here a little bit and, and let's look into this uh um you know, Bitcoin and let's look into currencies overseas and, you know, where you pull money together. And so I was, I, I forget the name of it. And, and even if I remember, I'm not going to say what it is because it may or may not be legitimate, but, but seriously, I don't remember what it's called, but there's something out there where you can, um, like you put, you, you, you deposit $2,000, right? You put $2,000 in and what it is, is everyone, everyone puts in $2,000 and that money is used to buy either um either you know bitcoin because like i think bitcoin is like sixteen thousand dollars now a share something crazy yeah. so so you, you buy you know a portion of bitcoin you pull together your money whether it's with you or strangers and this company this bank um buys it for you and you you know the caveat is you can't touch it for a month because it's using it as an investment uh, machine and then you can pull out a month later, or you can take that money like a dividend and roll it over and buy more and on and on and on and on. So I'm looking into it and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. And actually, actually a good friend of mine who, who does investing with, with me, uh, she had mentioned uh, this and it's like, okay, well, it's coming from her. She, you know, she's not stupid. She does this and she makes money doing some things like this. Let me look into it. Well, after doing my research, um, it's, uh, it's not... Um, I can't think of the word, but it's not sanctioned or blessed by the, you know, the United States government. You know how you know how our banks have, um, you know, the, the the government says, okay, your money's protected, and we will, if there's a scam, we will protect you, right? So this didn't have the protection from the U.S. government. It didn't have protection from Britain, and it didn't have protection from the U.K. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, that tells me no, <laughs> and then. Then I'm like, I'm like, okay, so that's really a no for me. Let's let me do some more research because this thing really looks cool, right? And not not from a, a desperate aspect of it, but it's like I want to make money, you right. know. So maybe, maybe so what else is going here? You know, our government is stupid, and we should allow this to happen. <laughs> then 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 it, then I look into it. It's like, well, I put my two thousand dollars in. Then I contact you know Joe and say, hey Joe, you know, why don't you put two thousand dollars in? I get ten percent of it, and I'm like. Okay, so it's like I'm building kind of a pyramid here. So it 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 looked like a, like a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme. I'm like, okay, well, I, and that's one thing I hate is when making money. I hate you know asking other people like, well, let's you know let's invest. I need ten grand from you to buy this house. I just I'm just not that. I'm more of a personal, just me. I want to invest me in my bubble. I don't want to bug Joe for money to do investing. So that was a no for me. Then the third thing was, uh, well, I'm going to do some research, you know, like talked about um, on Amazon or eBay, where you you know research the product or, or the company. So let me investigate this company. And I swear to God, I found zero reviews, even <laughs> even 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 in even in buried like you know Reddit. You can go down a rabbit hole in, in Reddit, and nothing. I found like no reviews, nothing about this. A company i'm like like it like it never existed like it just started today type thing and i'm like well let me let me go back to the wayback machine or archive.org 
And if, for those who don't know what that is, you go to archive.org and you put in a, a website. You can put Microsoft.com and it takes a snapshot of when that website was first um, born. Let's say, you know, back in whenever websites, you know, in the 90s. And then you can, it's kind of cool. You can kind of progressively look and see, you know, how, how that website evolved throughout the decades. And this website had like no saved archive information. Like it never existed. And, but on the bottom, it said copyright 19, you know, nine, uh, 19, it said 2000, 2018. Like it's been there for two years, which is BS because it was, it, it, it was just put up like a week ago. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, one, two, strike, strike four, you're out. Yeah. Well, and it's so, this is what's so interesting. And this is where, gosh, I feel like we could probably, especially you and I could probably talk for hours more. Right. Research. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, we hear about it all the time when it comes to the political thing or like uh, sharing stories on Facebook. People say, do your research. And right. It's right. Thing because what you just described is a legitimate thing. Right. Like there are companies. In fact, all the big companies now are doing it where I could put a hundred dollars in and buy uh, a little portion of Amazon. And this was supposed to be a big thing for allegedly millennials. That was who they were targeting because, you know, who's got $2,000 for uh, one stock, one share of one stock, you know? Um, And and so if you're, you know, younger and starting out your investment portfolio, maybe you have $2,000. Well, what do we always know or hear? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. So, you know, I don't want to buy one, one share of Amazon. I want to buy a little bit of Amazon and Apple and Google and Tesla and Ford and GM. I want to, you know, diversify. And so you could do that, right? You could buy. So these are legit. And then going back even before that, we know that there've been, um, and I'm in the name slipping me right now, which is horrible considering my industry, but uh, the same type of thing where maybe 10 of us could all put in a hundred thousand dollars buy a $1 million property in San Francisco. Um, and then a year from now, we could sell that for 2.2 million because that's the way it goes out there. And, um, and so these are legitimate investments. And so we know those things and you know that, and you go, oh, cool. Now I can get into crypto uh, at an affordable pay, uh, rate for $2,000 versus 18 or 16 or whatever. And, um, and if you don't do your research, and you don't, or you don't know the way to do your research, because that's, I think, a problem for some people. They yeah, do, that's a good point, Joe. Right? right? Like, I've, I actually, I literally learned 50 um, something minutes in about archive.org. I've never heard of it, right? So <laughs> here we are. I got a new site to know. So we don't know how to do research sometimes. And then sometimes we just don't do research, right? Um, right. It's a really big thing. And I think you can't be, safe enough when it comes to your money and when it mm-hmm. comes to the internet which really could be your money you don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. uh you don't know who's going to have access and who's going to do something malicious so you always got to be safe jason you're sitting in i don't even know what room that is of your house right now yeah it's basically underneath the stairs <laughs> yeah. so, uh going back to like the 90s that was like a that was a movie right like about the people under the stairs or something like that. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, critters under the stairs or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, you're under there because you said your kids took over the basement 
for virtual school and stuff like yeah. that. How's everything like that going? What's the future look like for the Greifenberg family? Um, the future is future is bright. I got to wear shades. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, the, 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 kid, the kids are doing good. Um, everyone's looking forward to the holidays. Uh, they, they're lucky. They, I think next week they have, you know, next week they have a full week and they're off for two weeks. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot when I was going to school, you had a full two weeks off. Yeah. I missed that. So they're really looking forward to that. So they may be stressed now because they're doing homework and all that other stuff, and, you know, playing catch up at the end of the year. But, you know, that's, that's on their mind. You know, the vacation is on their mind. And I, I'm actually, in, in my mind too, I'm looking forward to that because we get, we get a little bit of break too here and uh, I get to spend time with them. Um, uh, so it, it's working out good, you know, beginning, beginning was easy. Then it got rough. Then it's just like, you know, this is life, you know, for it, life as it is and uh, temporarily, of course. Sure. So, um, and uh uh, it, it's it's been working really good because I'm home. I'm working from home most days, and we get to have lunch together. Uh, I'm not rushing home for dinner. Or I'm not mixing dinner with the family, um, and I'm not you know I'm not driving. I'm not uh, spending time traveling or stressed or hitting every single red light on the way home <laughs> or every single light on the way to a client. And you're in a rush and you know wear and tear on vehicles. So it's it's good. Uh, um, it's 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 really helped. Uh, you know, with our family bonding and, uh, you know, the kids have a, a question or a problem or at lunchtime, you know, Hey, how's your day going? How's school, you know, and just, you know, small chit chat and see how they're doing. And they know that, you know, someone's here, you know, parents are here to help them out. So it, it's been good. And, and as far as the future real quick is, um, uh, it, I think it's gonna be really good too. Uh, you know, we, we hear about the vaccines coming out and, uh, you know, they had the, discussions with the FDA about Pfizer and you got Johnson and Johnson coming out with one shot and you got Moderna coming out and you got Oxford coming out. So you got like four or five choices now. And uh, as long as, you know, you stay safe and use common sense, you know, you could, you know, be on the other side, happy and getting drunk again. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, it's really interesting for me, you know, yeah, how you doing? Overall good, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, it's been fortunately a good year for business. Um, yes, yeah. And therefore, uh, it helps make other things good. I mean, you know, the the saying is um, money can't buy happiness and things like that. And that is 100% true. Mm -hmm. But being a person that grew up without much money, we had enough to keep our roofs over our heads and clothes on our back and some food in our stomachs. We didn't have to eat like beans and cornbread, but we also didn't get, you know, filet mignon. So, right, right. Um, you know, so I never want to make my childhood and my life sound like it was really complicated, but I also don't want to make it sound like it was, you know, extravagant because it was neither. Um, right. And with that being said, I also know that my parents struggled to know whether or not they were going to pay a certain bill. They would make conscious decisions on who to pay. Um, I remember one time them making a decision whether or not to go to the store because they were going to have to bounce a check if they did. And mm -hmm. you know, that was a decision to make was, do we intentionally bounce a check? At right. the wow. They go to, right. Wow. So that wasn't my entire life, but that was a part of it. And sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you remember that. Yeah. And with that, um, they were stressed, right? They fought about silly stuff. Take the trash out. I'm going to take the trash out. You know, like, 
things that my wife. I do that now. <laughs> but but I mean, you know, like some of these things, and I know it was because at, when they went to bed at night, the concern was, are we going to pay a bill or are we going to, you know, not pay a bill? And and so I've been very fortunate. You know, my wife has a great career and um, probably will always be able to work uh, as a nurse practitioner. And, you know, I've done well with real estate and stay busy and making contacts and stuff like that, that even if the housing market itself changes, I'll be a realtor until there's no such thing as a realtor. Right. Right. Um, And so that helps my day to day. That helps when I'm really frustrated about we're in school. Now we're back at home. We might go back. We might not. This kid might go back, but this kid's going to stay at home. You know, all these types of that. Yeah, they're stressful situations, but I know that it could be worse. Um, I'll probably personally experience worse. Mm -hmm. And um, and overall, I know that it's going to get better. And I don't know. I don't know how much better 2021 is going to be than 2020. I know it'll be better um, for the sheer fact that there will be less people available to get sick if some people have already gotten sick and there's a vaccine. I mean, that's right. just, that's right. just math, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do the math. It's going to be less sick people. You would hope. Right. right. And, and hopefully that'll make things, but as a realtor, it's so strange because like, you know, we'll meet up with each other. We'll meet up with our clients. We'll meet up with um, prospects. We'll meet up with um, contacts like, you know, mortgage people or title people or, you know, insurance agents, whatever. We meet up for coffee and drinks, coffee and drinks, coffee. Right. And drinks. Mm-hmm. I can't do either right now. And no, I haven't been yeah. able to for a while. And even when I could, I couldn't because of other things going on with, you know, at home schooling or whatever. So, um, you know, like everybody, I'm looking forward to the day that we can do that again. And, um, and I hope that it comes at the expense of good health and good reason and not, you know, um, because there's no more left to get sick, you know, something like that. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think 2020 will be a a better year, but I don't know if it's going to be a great year. And I, I caution anyone who thinks because there's some vaccines coming, um, that it's going to suddenly be, you know, um, like 2018 all over because there's still going to be a limitation on vaccines. There's still a lot of people obviously concerned and, and cautious about those vaccines. Um, so it's a help, but it's not going to cure, cure all. And, um, and of course, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theory, political agenda, things like that, that right. will continue to keep going. That's not going to change. That's not changing. It's going to get better for these people and worse for these people. And, you know, um, it is entertaining. It is, you know, keep me alive, you know, Yeah, <laughs> debating yeah. with people and it's, it is entertaining, you yeah. know, and you and I, <laughs> we have a, a mutual friend that I think I met via you, um, you know, that sometimes we like to, uh, just have some fun, you know, on the, yeah, we, we, it's, it's all fun. It's, it, we, and we understand we're poking each other. It's just, yeah, it's entertaining. You know, it's, 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 it's how, well, you know, that's what, that's what, you know, that's what friends do is, you know, they, they always poke and prod each other and, you know, razz each other and stuff. So that's just, what we do <laughs> absolutely um i don't want to keep you all night and i'm sure you're just getting your day started because uh, i just i just know you're a night owl that you can say what you want to say about um this this lunch with your family and you don't have to travel i know you're just getting your day started at 8 9 p.m so um, <laughs> so i won't i won't keep you but is there anything that you need to you know say or, or i cut you off from that you wanted to get out there or, or one more plug for your business if nothing else Oh yeah, I mean, uh, sure. Um, 
just want to uh, tell people, you know, 20, 2021, you know, I, I'm very optimistic about it, but, you know, be cautious and, you know, just, you know, be safe and use common sense and don't let, uh, don't let the political headaches, you know, ruin friendships and families, especially with the holidays coming uh, up. Um, use it as an opportunity to reconnect with friends and family. A lot of people are going to be home and uh, a lot of friends and family members that you know are lashing out and they're angry and they're angry for a reason. And um, you, may you may think it's because of politics or this thing going here or this bill passed or whatever and may not have anything to do with that. And instead of communicating them through a text message or through an electronic format, why don't you give them a call? You know, call them, call them up, and say, "Hey, I understand that you're having, you know, or you know, not not well, necessarily. Hey, you know, someone's taking this advice really literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, don't be like, hey, you know, I, I I see you're being a jackass on Facebook. Are you okay? You know, no, just just call them up. Um, you know, if especially if you're on Facebook or you know, you know, when people's birthdays are, you know, call them up, wish them a happy birthday, and just leave it at that, or just call them up and say, hey, how's your day going? Mm -hmm. You know, how, how do you how do you talk to your how do you talk to your immediate family? How do you talk to your kids? How do you talk to your spouse? How's your day going? Everything okay? Anything I can do to help you out? And, you know, don't even bring up politics. Even if they start talking about politics, just kind of change the subject and go, yeah, you know, well, you know, I had a crazy day today. I had this user, you know, their, their computer was screaming at them, had an FBI warning on it. Oh, let me tell you, you know, she was so freaked out. You, let me tell, you know, just kind of change the subject. Yeah. So, um, so make sure make sure you reach out to somebody, especially during the holidays. You know, a lot of friends and family members are actually alone. Uh, you know, they don't have anybody to talk to, and they're alone and they're isolated, and they can't go out anywhere. They can't go out to a bar and just you know talk to the bartender or anything like that. So reach reach out to a friend and family member. You know, that's that's my public that's my true public service announcement. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think um, to your points, people have different things kind of going on. And, and even if I am literally posting my opinion on, on Facebook or Twitter or Parler or whatever site you're a part of, it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is, is that I still can't get the exact point across because I don't have the opportunity to have a back and forth. No, and, like, like this, you know, we're yeah. talking back and forth. So if I go like Biden's the best or Biden's the worst, like that's all I can say, right? I can't, I can't really explain why I felt that way or what led me to that decision, whatever. And even if you ask me, I just, you know, typing it out, you know, is not the way to do it. And so um, there's a lot of people that I think, like you said, especially between the amount of stuff that we saw uh, over the last few years um, posted and, and on the news and all this stuff. And then you capped that off in what is always in a somewhat explosive time of an election year with right. pent up probably aggression, right? I mean, um, even if you were in a state that didn't do much lockdown, like say Florida, you still had a different year in 2020 than you had in 2019. Oh, of course you did, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter where you're at. Um, and if you're in a place like Michigan, you're in a place, you know, California and a lot of these other states, you know, then you had a really different year, right? And and you could be the happiest, luckiest person. I've had a great year business-wise. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And I've done a great job balancing my life. But mm -hmm. I'm fortunate to do that. And I still haven't experienced and loved this year the way I'm supposed to. I shouldn't be talking to you right now. I should be on a boat in the Bahamas because that's what was supposed to be happening literally this week. You know. Right. 
So I'm, I'm able to say, ah, oh, that sucks. I'll make up for it when I can. Not everyone's able to do that. You know, I've been right. fortunate to, be able to have a vacation every year that I've been married and I've been married for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has that. So right. someone was really planning a big event this year and that big event got changed or someone had a family member pass away and they couldn't go to the funeral or couldn't go visit their mother passing away. Right. Very people sad. Different experiences. Not all of them are bad. I'm giving a bad example. Some people have had great experiences. But there's a lot of those bad examples. Yeah. So, so to your points, you know, just remember those that we don't know everything that everyone's going through. And just because someone's not saying what you like on social media, doesn't mean that if you have a chance to see them in person or reach out to them over the phone, that you shouldn't, you know, maybe you can unfollow them on social media because they're really annoying you. I have friends like that. I've unfollowed friends who have the same beliefs as me, yet they bother the hell out of me on social media. (laughs) And so I click unfollow her at least for 30 days and right, right. we go out and we have drinks and we have dinner and all those things. So sure. those things in mind, it's the holiday time. It's the end of the year. That's supposed to be a time for change, res- you know, for resolutions, you know, things like that. Resolutions, reflections. Yeah. And so make the best of it. And, um, you know, like we're all humans. So don't mm-hmm. treat people like garbage because nobody... You know, I'll, I'll put it this way real quick. So if if someone called you out of the blue and said, hey, Joe, how you doing? You know, let's say you haven't talked to him in like six months, you know, oh, crazy COVID. You know, if, if a friend of yours just called you randomly out of nowhere, how would that make you feel? At first, like when you first pick up, you're kind of a little awkward. But then within 10 seconds, you feel mm-hmm. right. You warm up, you lighten it, lighten up. You love it. It's the best. You feel good. So yeah. why not do that for someone else? Yep. You make them feel good. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it end on that. I have a little bit left in here. So I'm going to say uh, cheers, Jason. Thanks again. I always appreciate cheers it. Cheers to you. And uh, I hope you get your uh, baby Yoda scarf, man. There you go. Happyscarfs.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Have a great one. All right. Be safe. Good night.